Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 Anajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Never really took it serious, but yeah, I, I mean, I jumped higher than 68, you know, just to click a record there, but 68 is on video, so we'll go with that for right now. Help me out with that one, Coos. Who was it? Rayshon. Rayshon Jenkins. Sorry, I was taking a sip of water, washing away the pollen. Brent Martino, Austin Lane. Not going to lie, folks, battling through here. Yeah, struggles. Rough day. Did you take any, like, uh, Zyrtec or any Allegra or anything? Yeah. Yeah? Sometimes it just doesn't. This doesn't do the trick. Yeah, just some days are worse than others. Didn't mm-hmm. have that local honey. That's a myth. <laughs> I've tried it. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I've tried everything. Yeah? I think honey works, man. Yeah, put honey and lemon together. That's what my grandma used to always do for me. I think it's all in your head. Okay. Well, you know, you just sit there miserable and stuffed up, and I'll be here clear nostril. Well, I can't breathe out my right nostril because my nose is all jacked up. But besides that, I'm feeling <laughs> good, man. I'm looking forward to that day when I can finally get surgery and breathe out of both nostrils. I, I can't wait to feel like what that's gonna, you know, what it's gonna entail. I can't wait. Won't it feel like a whole new world? Why can't yeah. you do it now? Well, it doesn't make sense to have surgery right now if I'm going to get punched in the face some more and mess it up again. Yeah. You know? I wonder if somebody just punch you in the face hard enough where it just fixes it by itself. No, that, that happens sometimes. Where, where I get punched in the, in the nose and it starts bleeding, but it clears up my sinuses. Really? I actually embrace it sometimes. I, I wish you – can you punch me in the face right now? Why? Because I think I'd feel better. Oh. <laughs> Um, you know, kind of that old methodology where, like, maybe yeah. if you hit, if maybe if something else hurts, this oh, won't no, be as bad. For sure, for sure. Um, I might have some gloves in the car, man. We can make that happen. I don't need gloves. Just hit no. Me I mean, for me, that, you know, I'm just for your for your sake. I, oh. I don't. I, I'm not trying to go bare knuckle on you, man. No. Nah. Nah. I'd take anything right now. <laughs> I think I would volunteer for you, can, you to punch me in the face right this second. You can go ask Britt Baker what to do. She was all bloodied up last yeah. night for her match. She hey, she she called it because we interviewed her. Yeah. Uh, you can check it out, yeah. Action Sports Chats on ESPN 690 YouTube. And, and she said it's going to be one to remember and that we'll be talking about it. Well, she was trending on Twitter for a reason last night for AEW. That girl was a bloody mess. I and, But uh, rave reviews for that match, right? Fant- fantastic match. I mean, thumbtacks, uh, bloody faces, Brent. It was. It had a little bit of everything. Now, if you're squeamish with blood and violence, not the one for you. Maybe put the kids to bed first, then watch it. How, how often do they get bl- like that bloody nowadays? Or do they try to avoid that? From, from the... Women's division, I've never seen it before, really, to tell you the truth. Like, not like that. Um, you know, the, the men, it's different. Usually that's kind of a pay-per-view thing, right? Because I'm not sure how TNT feels about all that blood and everything, but they went they went out for this one, so I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty interesting. Uh, one other thing I thought was cool, you did the interview with Britt Baker on uh, Tuesday evening. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And so we put it up on YouTube. Again, you can go check it out. So it's about 24 hours ahead of the yeah. the the wrestling night yeah uh, last night aew like how much does she already know what's going to go down on wednesday see i think that one was actually pre-recorded if i'm not mistaken oh, it was? Oh, okay. yeah so i'm not sure if they pre-recorded it later that tuesday night um i guess it would have to be because like it was night there it seemed like it was night there because you know they don't show the outside like what time yeah, of day yeah. it is um so it was probably right after that interview she actually went to go do her thing 
Now, I know they, I think yeah. they might tape them on Monday sometimes because Maybe. when we used to do, oh, no, no, that would have been Thursday. When we did Jaguars All Access, they'd have a taping of the show like uh, right after. Okay. Sometimes. That, that could be possible. That would have been then. on Thursday when we're at the stadium this year. Yeah. Uh, and, and I don't know. Maybe that was COVID related, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure. But, but still, say it was live. Yeah. Would she know kind of what was kind of going to happen? Like the, the outlay of the script, if you will? Yeah. On, like a day before no, you think? Or do no, you even know? No, for sure. Um, you know, like getting power bombed on thumbtacks, it's not something you like, you run over. Like you, you don't like trial and error that. You yeah. just know that's coming. Yeah. So I think in terms of like the big bun- bumps and the big spots, yeah, th- there was an idea of how it wanted to go, but a lot of that, especially matches like that, is improvised as well because you have to take into account um, if somebody is a little more hurt than expected. Um, you know, there was a one point where they had to wipe the blood out of her eyes because she couldn't see anymore, so the ref had to come in with a towel oh, wow. uh, and like wipe the blood out of her eyes. So, yeah, I'll, you know, there's definitely some spontaneous moments there, but for the most part, you know, I think they have a good layout of what they want to do. Uh, I want to get your thoughts, everybody, on who you think is going to win the NCAA tournament. We'll get going with that here in just a little bit. Let's get to South Beach Gary has football question uh, first uh, here on ESPN 690. What's up, man? Did I hear right? My Finns just signed Will Fuller? They did. Yep, for seven games. Oh. Get ready. Those seven games are going to be good for you Dolphins this year. <laughs> hey, 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 listen, Austin. Considering the amount of salary cap room, i say the Dolphins did much better than the Jags. they got a starting center. They got, I would say, one of the better backups in the quarterbacks in the NFL and Jacoby Brissett. Hey, friend, imagine trying to brag about a starting center and a backup quarterback as how you did in free agency. <laughs> and then imagine trying to come on the show and tell me that you got Will Fuller, who's never completed a full season his entire career. Imagine that. It's a one-year deal. It's a one-year deal, Austin. It's not like they committed three or four years from... Oh, no, but no, you're, you're the guy that's calling in and saying you guys got Will Fuller. I'm telling you how I feel about it. Well, I think he, he was a bigger name in the market than Marvin M- Marvin Jones was. I think well, Marvin Jones has a little more productivity than Will Fuller, though. Yeah, I think the upside on Fuller, yeah. everybody falls in love with, but he's Will just never Fuller's available. Will Fuller's got the shoes, but he can't make him dance right now. Hey, South Beach, let me ask you this. Any interest if, if uh, Minshew were to go or be available, would you be interested if he ended up landing there? Even before Brissett. I know they got Brissett now and all that, but still uh, – would you have liked that, or would you like that? Zero interest in Gardner Minshew. Okay. A GM South Beach Gary. There uh-huh. you go. Appreciate you calling, man. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Uh, who you got to win the NCAA tournament that's coming up? Let's finish up this uh, mascot uh, bracket real quick. Yeah. I got the mean green in the Final Four. We're going to rip through this. Drexel Dragons, 16 over a 1. Oh, they're, they're the Dragons? Oh, they're Dragons, man. I, didn't know. I thought they were like, oh, I didn't know that. This is a great matchup right here. Loyola, Chicago, the Ramblers. Yeah. Of course, you could have Which is Georgia like Tech, the Rambling Wreck. Yeah. What do you got with that one? You need to, you I think the, the Ramblers. Ramblers. You got to. But, do you know, I looked up the Ramblers, mm-hmm. and the Rambler, like, it comes from, like, uh, kind of like traversing the country. Okay. And I think at one time they were called, like, I think they were called the Hobos. Or something. And, and then they got away from that yeah. for obvious reasons. Well, yeah. And then they, and so I think in 1990 they became the Ramblers, but they changed like their logo to like a wolf. Okay. And I think that was a story. I read a lot on that mascots today. Dude, that, you, I did you're some doing research, your work. Yeah. I, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't like picking a mascot yeah. that would get banned like in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to yeah. be careful these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> yeah. hear you, man. 
Uh, Beavers and Cowboys, Aztecs and Mountaineers, Scarlet Knights and Cougars again. I had to stick with the Cougars because Cleveland State's the Vikings, man. I mean, Cleveland State, what the heck is Cleveland State the Vikings? I have them going far, actually, too. Huh? What? What do you mean, what, what are they the Vikings? Cleveland, like I could say, if you're from Minnesota or something yeah. like that, I mean, Cleveland State, Minnesota, the Minnesota, it's still yeah, wintertime so. there. It's not like they're like the, the Florida International Vikings. Yeah, I guess so. It's not like they're like the tropical Vikings. All the way down to my Elite Eight, I had to put the Ramblers and the Aztecs. I go with the Ramblers. So I've got the Shock. The Terps, the Mean Green, and the Ramblers in my final four. All right, let's try to break this down as fast as possible here. So I have the Bears beating whatever Hartford is. I didn't even check that out. Nothing good. The, it ain't the Whalers. It's so not the Wolfpack. It's just the Wolfpack? No. Oh. Uh, what are they? I did look them up, but now I forget. Well, n- nothing's going to touch a bear in this round, Brent. So I got Baylor beating Hartford. Um, yeah, I got Wisconsin taking on North Carolina and beating North Carolina. A badger versus a foot. We think it's going to happen with that one. I don't care if you even try to kick it. It ain't going to happen. Uh, I got Nova Wildcats. Wildcats. Yeah, yeah. I got Wildcats beating Winthrop. Winthrop. Throp. Whatever. Winthrop's Doesn't matter. Like the You're Eagles. getting beat. Yeah. You're getting beat. Um, not even close. I have the Boilermakers beating the Mean Green because you, you, you're going to fight a crayon. <laughs> What, what, what are you gonna do? You're 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 gonna talk about a blue collar guy with a hard hat going on a 12 hour work you know 12 hour work day taking on a crayon. Yeah. Yeah. Go and give me the Boilermakers. I think uh, Texas Tech beating Utah State Raiders versus Aggies. Aggies like an agricultural thing, right? It is, yeah. Yeah. So it's a it's, it's a nerd uh, taking on a red raider. <laughs> red raiders all day we versus need the nerds. Yeah, but versus the nerd. I mean, hey, you know what we need? We need soil and water. Right. <laughs> you know where I stand <laughs> on that. Right. Where um, are you, Mr. Barnes? Yeah. I got, uh, I got Colgate beating the Razorbacks. What is Colgate again? It was something I, I remember looked it up. I did look it up. Just, just believe me, Colgate's beating a Razorback. Uh, I got the All Gators I think beating. Of is toothpaste. That's how good their branding That's is. That's a good point. <laughs> 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 I think they should do some kind of collaboration Yeah, together. the Colgate pasters. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Raiders. The Pasters. Um, I, can't, I can't do this. I got the Gators beating the Hokies. I, I, I don't know what a Hokie even is. Like you said, it's Hokie. It's kind of like a turkey like a chicken off. Yeah, so yeah. Gators all day. Thank you very much. Uh, Oral Roberts actually beaten. Well, I don't know what Oral Roberts is. It could be another dentistry thing. But Ohio <laughs> State is a, it's a nut. It's a nut. It is a nut. What happens if you throw a nut in the cage? <laughs> Whole lot of nothing. You're just gonna roll around, uh, like you know, you're not, you're not winning that. So Oral I got Oral Roberts. Roberts. And Golden Eagles. Yep. So Golden Eagles, good. They All should right, really so, be the dentures. All right. So let's go back up to the top here. I have the Badgers taking on the Bears, and I have the Badgers winning because once again, Brent, it's a Badger. It's the most ruthless animal in the animal kingdom. Do you want to fight me on that? Do you want to question me on that? No. Okay, go with me on that then. Good. I got the Boilermakers once again. When you put in those, you know, 12 hour to 14 hour work days, you got to be, you know, a BA. Let's just say they're beating the Wildcats. Purdue beating the Wildcats of Nova. Uh, I got, let's see, Colgate's getting beat by the Red Raiders. Is a Red Raider, is it a cowboy or is it a pirate? I think it's cowboy. Okay, well, I thought it was a pirate, so I still got them winning. I got. But he's the, got guns on him. Yeah. So. And then I have the the Florida Gators beating the Oral Roberts, whatever they are. Um, Wisconsin. Listen, eventually with Purdue, those long work weeks take too long. These guys are tired. They need a break. Uh, they need a beer. They don't want to fight anymore. Badgers taking on the Boilermakers and beating them. And I have the Red Raiders in an upset beating the Gators. And here's where the upset really comes in, because once again, I thought a Red Raider was a pirate. I have the Red Raiders beating the Badgers out of some, like, cheapness. Like, something's going to happen in the cage where they're going to have some kind of tactic that's going to beat the Badger. So I actually have Wisconsin getting beat. 
and I have TTU going to the Final Four. The other side, I have TTU obviously being a Gator, you know, a, a, a pirate or a cowboy versus a Gator, pretty obvious. So TTU, Texas Tech University is going to the Final Four. Uh, how about this? Uh, I just looked up the masked rider, by the way. Red, Raider Red is one of the mascots of Texas Tech. Yep. University's primary mascot is the masked rider rides a live horse. Raider Red is used at events where the masked rider is not allowed or would not be appropriate. Huh. Like Zorro? The student serving as Raider Red is a member of the Saddle Tramps or High Riders. Okay, I don't like Saddle Tramps in the Final Four. <laughs> Don't 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 like the phrase saddle tramps as one of my final four teams. So that they're getting canceled? I don't know. That's up to you. What, what do you mean it's up to me? It looks like it's, it's like a guy with guns and a Zorro mask. And by the way, we also have uh, uh, Tudor University, home of the Honey Badgers. Who is? So Wisconsin is not alone. No, it's, no, no, no that's, a, that, that's that's a Honey Badger though, Brent. It's not the same thing. Honey Badgers are tough and relentless. Honey Badgers are smart. Mm-hmm. In fact, they're one of the few animals that can use objects as tools. Most fearless animal on the planet by the Guinness Book of World Records. Preach. And you don't want to take them seriously. No. Have you ever seen a badger uh, like in real life? No. And that's why you're still alive. Have you? No. That's why I'm still alive. Because if you see one, it's game over. Are badgers, like, extinct? No, they're just, if you see them, it's, hey. Okay, so we'll who's in them. your mascot final four? Well, I still got the other bracket to go. I have the Midwest real quick. Go just give us the Elite Eight. One, two, That's where three, it gets exciting. Four. Sweet One, sixteen. Two, okay. No, I'll go to the lead eight. So I got the dragons of Drexel. Nice. I got the Cowboys. And by the way, the, the Cowboys volunteers matchup of Tennessee taking on the Cowboys was a little tough one, but Davy Crockett versus John Wayne. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Clint Eastwood. Huh? Hey. That's gonna be a ten eight round. Thank you very much. And then I got uh, Cleveland State taking on as this was the hardest one for me. And you know how I feel about Vikings, right? I'm half Norwegian. I have in an upset again. I have SDSU, San Diego State University, beating the Vikings because I feel like this fight's going to take place in a warmer climate like a Las Vegas or a Florida, and that's going to benefit the Aztecs more than the Vikings, so the Aztecs roll on. So I have in the Elite Eight here, Brent, I have Drexel and the Aztecs. I have the Dragons versus the Aztecs, and I have the Aztecs going on. So I have uh, South San Diego State, sorry. In my final four. All right. So USC, Trojans, FSU, Seminoles, Texas Tech, Red Raiders, either a cowboy or a pirate, still not sure, and then the Aztecs of uh, San Diego State. Meanwhile, I have the Shockers from Wichita State, the Bean Green, uh, the Ramblers from Loyola, Chicago, and the Terps of Maryland. Let's welcome in UNF men's basketball coach Matthew Driscoll right now. What do you think about our mascot final four? <laughs> all right, let, 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 let's really let's really look at this and let's dissect this. First of all, I'm staring at a banner from 15 when we went to the tournament. Obviously, tonight's first four, and, and what a great opportunity and what a great uh, moment it was as as, as we you know kind of came up into it into our first championship of three in the last seven years. Second of all, you guys are so young that really the Red Raider guy is is, is the Lone Ranger. Like, like you, you guys talking about so It's like he's a Lone Ranger. Like, remember the Lone Ranger? Yeah. And, and, and yeah, 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 yeah. Come on now. And then the That's third thing call. is, please, please, please tell me, please tell me. By the way, an Osprey is one of the most vicious uh, searchers of food, and is so dynamic can go so deep into the water and pick it off the bottom and bring it back up. It's unbelievable if you ever seen this video. But let me ask you this last question. Please tell me that Dana White was smart enough 
on April 24th to get you in the ring. Please. You know, Coach, Coach, uh, please, I'm, please I'm just going to say that the, the, there's conversations being had. That's all I can say. That's all okay. I can say right okay. now. That's all I can okay. say. That's all I can okay, say. Uh, hey, I've said too much already. Hey, Coach, that's said too much already. out of him right there, so nice work. I've said too much already. That's good journalism. said too much already. Well, I, I don't know about that, but, 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 but it's amazing what you guys are talking about and you're thinking about we have a tournament. And, of course, the last champion was Virginia. Everybody had no idea the way it was going to be pulled off. Um, you know, like they, I think they had nine positives out of, like, a thousand and some tests or whatever. And like, this thing is not only going to happen, but it's going to make college athletics stay relevant in every single sport because 98% of athletics is, 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 is provided by the NCAA tournament of, of the money that, that, that's given to the schools. It comes from the tournament. So let's go at these brackets hard, but let's also understand what a great gift we have. Now, how much the differential of playing and how quickly you play, like so, for instance, when you play – in that Sweet 16 to the Elite Eight, you're now playing on a Tuesday, and then the tournament starts on Saturday. So how quickly that changes. And think about this. Guys had to pack for three weeks. Yeah. So you're packing for three weeks. So here's my question. Like, who's the guy smart enough to bring laundry machines to the hotels? Like, how much logistics? <laughs> now, think about that. Like, like, how much logistics do you have to do? Because, like, I'm a runner every day. Like, at some point, i got to wash my clothes, but I'm not allowed to leave the bubble. I'm not allowed to do, like... You know, so somebody's really, really, really got a ton of logistics stuff that people aren't even talking about or thinking about. But when you look exactly at the brackets and how the brackets look, what's the one thing about the automatic qualifiers? Mostly one bid leagues. What's the one thing that you think was most common this year? Hmm. Uh, I was gonna, I, I would say it's probably a senior-related team. Yeah. Okay, that's a good answer, but that's not that's not the direction I'm going. Okay. About the teams that got the the the. the um, let me just say it to you this: They've been there before. No lower seeds. Oh, okay. Were winning tournaments. Oh, okay. App State's got to win four in a row, two in overtime. Uh, 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 North Texas got to win uh, four in a row, coming out as a four seed. Um, uh, Oral Roberts coming out as a four seed. Drexel coming out as a what a six seed. Uh, Georgetown, though it's not a one big league, still yeah. you know one by twenty five. So it really shows you guys something I think that's important in this tournament. And maybe I'm wrong, but I'm just throwing it out there because I didn't get – obviously I'd speak for them. Um, the, 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 thing, the thing I say about this is winning a regular season championship, let's say, for instance, we just won 13-3 and three a couple years ago when we won ours, is so difficult to do because of the longevity of whatever can take place. Injury, attrition, illness, whatever. But if you get hot at the right time – and your game is right, and the matchup is right, you can win some games. So when you're finishing these brackets, if you don't have to worry about tonight's games in your brackets, you really need to think about that hard. Because mm. there's some matchups you saw during the year that gave some teams some different troubles. So to me, anybody, like Georgetown got hot. They got really, really cooking. Next thing you know, and then Villanova got hurt. So Villanova wins the Big East, but they get hurt, and they really can't compete as well in the tournament. So how far can they go? Virginia being saddled with the with the COVID and not being able to practice or do the things they got to do, they're a simple team. So people are going to sleep on them, but really they're a simple team that doesn't need a lot of work because of the way they play. So you, I think the bracket this year has a lot more depth to it than ever before. 
Yeah, it's a great call. Matthew Driscoll with us, UNF men's basketball coach. Overall, would you do you think because of what you just said or some of those lower seeds winning conference tournaments, do you think we are ripe for upsets in the NCAA yes. tournament? Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. And then you have to tell me what's an upset. Well, yeah, and, there's and a lot the of truth. depth, right? Yeah. Because there's some seeding now. Like, for instance, is Michigan State, like, really an 11 seed? Yeah, good point. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. I'm just saying, is UCLA, like, UCLA's really good. Are they really an 11 seed? Like, they're, one of those two teams is out after tonight. Yeah. And and then you get on and you say, okay, is Maryland really a 10? But it, but forget that. But, but here's my comparison. Is Maryland really a 10? Is Virginia Tech really a 10? Yeah. As well as they were ranked, but they were 15 and 6. They had COVID pauses. They had some really big wins. They had some tough losses. So really, when you're looking at some of the seeding, like, for instance, Syracuse is a good example. Like, they were 1 and 6 in quad 1. Everybody said they shouldn't have been there, but they were all on the road. And every time they had a really good chance to get a win at home, which, by the way, they won all their home games, all those games got canceled because of COVID. So do we really have a true understanding of – like? And, and think about this. Some of these one-bid leagues had to do what we had to do, play two games on a road, back-to-back nights. Mm-hmm. So that's why there's so many upsets and so many um, lower seeds that were winning tournaments because, it, it, like, the seeding was even misconstrued. Because think about us. In, like, we had four home games in the league. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So so, so there, I think, I think the seeding is – you, you really don't have to – you really shouldn't look at the seeding. You really should look more at the team. Like, if Winthrop beats Villanova, Winthrop's really, really talented. They played – gosh, they played a gazillion. I think they played all their games. Yeah, 23-1. Um, uh, yeah, twenty. Yeah, 24 games. And they're really talented. And Villanova is tough and plays hard. But they're really down, and they're really down a key position. So you look at that one, you say, hmm, that one's pretty good. You know, 8-9 is always whatever it is. But 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 so I would look at these and say, okay, Oklahoma State. Like, think about them. They got hot at the end of the year. Mm. They weren't, you know, they were borderline at best, and now they're a four seed. Yeah, they're a four seed. And you say, well, coach, it's because they got the you know number one draft, whatever. I, I you know I, I just think they got hot and won. What did they win? Have they won like six in a row or something like that? Yeah, they got the twenty wins. You know, and think about think about West Virginia. Like they have a nine losses and they're a three seed. <laughs> yeah. Like so, so the seeding to me is a little like we just. I'm just saying, be careful how you look at that. You know what else is kind of interesting, and this is something you probably need to talk about or you do talk about. You know, they say that the the, the actual money being laid on these games and the amount of money that people are betting on these games is going to be the highest ever because there's no office polls. It's a, oh. it's a good. Uh, it's a good point. I just there's, I might have just inquired about that recently in the last couple of days, and huh. people aren't doing them. Yeah, I didn't think about it's that. It's a very good point. I mean, you well, know, people, you know, people say, okay, well then, what's what's a hundred bucks? And there's so many legal places now to go lay it on. True. You know, people are like, you know what? If I can't do an office poll, I'll just, you know what? I'll just take fifty bucks and throw it on a poll and whatever. So, so again, I know that, and, and, and actually, it's funny. I think an article came out yesterday about it. Like, they're concerned that so much more money is being laid on the game and so many more places are being able to take bets because people aren't at work anymore. Yeah, people got to do that responsibly. Coach, isn't you know, that crazy? Isn't that crazy? It's nuts, man. So, Coach, I think, you know, just paraphrasing a little bit and kind of summarizing what you said because it's some great advice where sometimes the record can be a little deceiving because, you know, 
everyone's season this year was a little different. So you should focus more on, obviously, the conference champions and then kind of like the, the last maybe five or six games of what kind of winning streak they're on to kind of, you know, maybe steer you more towards those teams to pick. Also, I want to ask you, though, is in terms of, like, talent, right? Like, in terms of superstar potential, like, for instance, if you look at Iowa, they have a center who, you know, he's going to be a, for sure probably a top five pick of the NBA. Uh, he, he could be like the player of the year and win the Naismith. Um, he's, he's a great caliber player. But I'm seeing some people say, well, we're not really buying into Iowa too much. You know, do they make it past USC? Uh, do they make it to the Sweet 16? Like, how much stake do you put in these star players? I'm not just saying, you know, the the, the, the Naismith yeah. finalists here, but I'm just saying the the upper echelon players, those first-round draft picks in the NBA, how much stake do you put on to those guys that are on those teams? I, I, I think there has to be a large value. Because those guys, number one, put in the books. Number two, remember, these games are lower possessions. These games are, uh, what I like to say is the sphincter gets a little bit tighter because it's one and done. It's survive and advance type of mode. So when you have those, when you have that kind of a scenario, those guys that have that kind of, um, uh, they have that stuff to them. They have that little extra whatever it is. And, then, and when you look at Iowa, you're talking about Garza. We played them last year. And, 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 you know, he's a guy that can step out. He's a guy that can score inside. But also, too, they shoot to three real well. Mm. So when you got the ability to do that and you don't see that guy. See, everybody in the Big Ten knows him. And everybody in the Big Ten, that's everything, too. Here's another great point. Now that you just said that about Garza, that's a great question. So here's another point that people don't realize. Friday and Saturday night, we're playing back-to-back games in the country. Like, what's the difference between playing the same team on the same court Friday and Saturday night? Like, your scheme's not going to change. You know, maybe you're going to make one or two adjustments, but in the days done, it's the same players playing the same. It's February, right? Yeah. So what's the only thing that changes? There's only one thing that changes because we were playing on the same court. Either effort or execution. No, the guys in the striped shirts. Uh, You have three on Friday. Listen to me. If you look at it, I did. From Friday to Saturday is night and day. So now you got two teams playing a certain style, and and Friday night you got away with one thing, and Saturday these guys don't call it the same way. And all of a sudden, in our league, this is crazy because I kept the statistic and I wish I had it in front of me. We had 28 series, uh, weekend series, like at different places. And I'm almost positive, but I don't have it in front of me, but I have a picture of it, but I can't get to it fast enough. Something like 14 of them were splits. Wow. Like 50% of them were splits. Hmm. And there were actually as many visiting sweeps as there were home sweeps. And I'm telling you guys, so the officiating also comes into play. Of course, there's obviously six top officials who aren't going to be officiating. So, so, you know, the officiating comes into play about how they do that star guy like you're saying. So now is the guy like looking like, well, that's a star player, mm-hmm. or is he looking like, well, that's just Thamba, you know, that's just the guy zero for Baylor. He's not the same as Luca Garza, so he's not. Gonna... So you make a great point that has a lot of layers to it. So yeah, I have to take credence to it because those guys get some more calls. Those guys have that that juice in them that, that, that they can just like Dallas Moore is going to get you a bucket. Yeah. You know what I mean? They 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 have that stuff to them. So so after you and those kind of guys like a Cunningham from Oklahoma State and Butler uh, at Baylor, um, you know, obviously Gonzaga, um, not just because of of Sug, but because of, of of that. But 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 yeah, I I think wow, that's a big time point you just made. That's something that, that you're right. They do. I'm gonna tell you something else too. 
here, here's a good one, like 413 Virginia, Ohio. Yeah. Ohio's got a pro six foot four point guard. He's like a, 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 a McCollum, uh, Damian Lillard. Um, 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 who's the other? Um, uh, 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 Steph Curry is, is not the same, but came from a lower level school, a one bid league school. And then he's about six three, six four. His name's Preston from Orlando. So like his name's Preston. He's really, really talented, and like he can give Virginia trouble. So there would be there would be a look at a guy and say who's some guys on some draft boards. So the opposite of what you said, who's some guys on the draft board that are lower level guys that we really don't know about, and those dudes can 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 win games for you. And now and now they're kind of found. So I love that question and I love that idea. Probably should have talked about it two days ago so people don't have to change your bracket. Yeah, well, well, yeah, I'm not going to lie, too. I love the way you're talking about Ohio right now because I have them in my Sweet 16, hey, so I appreciate that. So keep an eye on Zebra in your mascot bracket yes, is yes, what basically true, coaches true. say. Matthew Driscoll with us. All right, Coach, we really got to run them. But i got to get to these couple questions, so give me like 20, 30 seconds on, on some quick hitters. Yeah, good luck For, on that one. I know. <laughs> I know. Florida, uh, we're, we're saying the same thing, but we love having you. Florida, uh, did they have a chance to make any run? They just don't seem that good, Coach. You know what, Greensboro is great because Miller's really good. There's another lead guard that's really, really good. Florida State's been through. I mean, Florida's been through so much. They've had so much adversity and so much to deal with, and their and their lineups have been so kind of crazy. However, tournaments like this go in their favor because they're lower possessions, and so I could see Florida getting past the first round, but I don't know about any further. Yeah, that's a, that's the Virginia Tech matchup. You just mentioned Greensboro. That's Florida State. Florida State. I'm is, sorry. No, yeah, you're okay. Florida sure. State's one of the most impressive programs of the last handful of years. Can Leonard Hamilton take this team deep? 100% because they are deep, and if they do have an injury, it's not going to make them – it's not going to cripple them. It's not going to hurt them. So if they do get an injury, they can survive because they have so many guys that play so many minutes. So Florida State – I think they can get to the Elite Eight minimum because they have that much depth and that much talent. And remember, they guard their tail off, and it's a lower-possession game. It's a lower-possession game. But, yeah, going back to Virginia Tech-Florida, that's a tough matchup. Virginia Tech is not a 10. That's a really tough matchup for them. Uh, Liberty out of the eight. Tech's not a 10. Liberty out of the A-Sun, can they go on a run? I mean, they've been good now for a few years. You know, they did a couple years ago, obviously, and and, and they got the uh, Virginia Tech. They beat Mississippi State and got the Virginia Tech. And the one thing about them is, you know, they shoot a ton of threes, and and they make a ton of threes. And they they played, they beat, um, uh, um, I think they beat Mississippi State earlier in the year, and they beat South Carolina, so they've beaten some high majors. But Oklahoma State's rolling. Kay Cuttingham's a number one pick, so it's obviously going to be a daunting task. And the last one for you, and I'm going to leave you with this because I know you got a lot of pride on this one, but there might be no better story in sports over the last decade, or maybe I even yeah. goes further back, than Baylor. And Baylor yeah. has the goods to win it all. Can they get it done? So first and foremost, and, and you guys don't remember this, and you shouldn't, but in 2009-10, my first year, when I left and got the job here from Baylor, like that year, they were a charge call away from getting to the elite eight. No final four. Excuse me. They were a charge call away against Duke with two minutes to go. Quincy AC. And it was a bad call. I'm telling you right now, if you ask the official and I don't want to say his name, it was a bad call. Like they were a charge call away seven years into or six years, seven years into the program of going to the final four. Huh. And then obviously they just springboarded from there. And the thing about Coach is he has always been consistent. His vision has always been clear. He is a guy that understands you don't stare up the steps, you step up the stairs. And because of that, 
they've been able to make these kind of runs. So I, I really think they have a great chance, and I'm not, not just saying it because of who they are and what it means to me, but I think they have a great chance because they got really good guards, and they got enough pieces around them. they got really good guards, as is the Gonzaga, and you've got to have them. Look at Virginia, what they did when they won. And Texas Tech used guards to get to that game. And Villanova won it before that. Which it's, you've got to have those guards. Yeah, you do. Uh, no doubt about Matthew Driscoll, UNF men's basketball coach. Uh, great run for you guys over the years. I know this was a wacky year, but awesome having hey, you breaking hey, down the bracket. Here finishing fourth, three state conference championships in seven years, and we got an unbelievable team coming back, and, and, and we're going to be right back in the hunt. So I'm super excited and, and, and ready to go. And, Let's get back on it when it gets down to wherever you want to get it to, and we'll talk more. No doubt about it. Thanks for joining us, man. We appreciate hey, it. I can't wait to see you, Austin, on the 24th. <laughs> hey, if it happens, I'll get some tickets, Coach. <laughs> hey, hey, remember he said that. Get this on video. Uh, yeah. yes, I right, love you, baby. Let me in the corner. Let me be in the corner with you. <laughs> you want to be the ice man? Seriously, I can be a cut man. Okay, okay. Hey, <laughs> at least give him a let's go on the 24. No, that's what I need right there. Go, give me a let's go hey, and you're in. Hey, you, hey, you get me in the corner. I'll, I'll give you water. I'll, I'll pat your face. I'll put the bathroom on. Whatever you need. I'd love to do that. I love it. Thanks, man. man. Have fun. Enjoy the tournament. That's Matthew Driscoll. We'll be right back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Our picks to win it all. That's coming up on the way as well when we get back. Brent Martino, but man, when you hit what is that button? You used to hit like the X button to to accelerate. Austin Lane. I haven't played Madden in like ten years. Sorry, um, we, sorry, we let you down there. Uh, that was a major letdown. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. We like got a few calls from different teams. You know, Minnesota, Denver, New York. You know, we got a few calls, and um, Jacksonville made a run all this. Uh, at us pretty good, and you know we we're really excited to be a part of this program. Roy Robertson Harris. He, he just sounds like a big dude. He's kind of got the. I mean, he doesn't have Calais's voice. No, he's, but he's got a bit of. He's a got that. Is there something very about, white bass? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Keelan Cole goes to the New York Jets. Five and a half million dollar deal, reportedly. Yeah. Good for him, by the way, for yeah. getting a nice payday. Good for him, man. He's earned that. Would have been perfectly fine with Keelan Cole staying in Jacksonville, but it was evident that he wasn't going to stay in Jacksonville. Yeah. He's a nice story, though. Mm-hmm. I, I think fondly uh, appreciated and remembered here in Jacksonville for his time here. Yeah, I mean, I think in you know in terms of his output and, and his effort, I think he he maxed it out for his first couple of years on his rookie deal. And, and now he's getting a big chunk of money in New York. So props to him. Yeah. And he gets a one year deal with who knows what their quarterback situation is. Mm-hmm. So if he can go play well with whatever that quarterback situation is, he might have a chance to really, well, yeah, get a big payday, and especially his playing style. It allows him, you know, he, he he can be that home run hitter and they can do a bunch of different things with him. So I think he'll definitely get his opportunities. Yeah. You know, and he obviously shined a little bit last year in the kick return game, too. But uh, he his one issue, I think that if you want to be critical of Keelan Cole over time was consistency. It was like, wow, look at that play. And then you wouldn't see him again for three or four weeks. Now, I, in all fairness, and, and to defend Keelan on that, the quarterback situation's been up and down. Yeah. You never know the play call. I mean, there were times we wondered why Chris Conley wasn't in the, in the red zone, you know. Uh, why wouldn't he be in the game at a certain time? So Keelan Cole might have been in the same situation. But 
I just think overall, as you look at Keelan Cole, I think nice story. Uh, what a career it's developed into from a Division two school. And always a fun guy, good guy. I think a fan favorite around here, and you want to see him do well. You root for guys like that. So uh, I think the Jags got a lot out of Keelan Cole, and, and he took his time and earned himself a, another nice payday. So I uh, wish Keelan Cole the best. Let's get back to the bracket real quick. Before I do have a little bit more NFL news about the TV deals, and I want to read them to you because see if there's anything that uh, there's some changes this year and where you're going to watch the NFL, which is kind of interesting uh, to me. And then there's some traditional stuff that's sticking around, and that's just not this year. It's going to be for like until 2033. Mm -hmm. This next big TV deal has been signed through. Uh, But let's get Brandon Potzel in from Jack's Coastal Homes real quick. He won our picks oh, segment yeah. all wasn't fall. even close no so we bring him back because you might need his advice for the final four brandon what's up man a long time no talk hope you're doing well i'm doing great i mean it's been 700 uh, days since march madness so i'm super excited for this tournament uh, it's uh, one of my favorite events of the year you used to hang you used to live in vegas i think right so vegas during march madness sign me up right absolutely it's, it's incredible. We've uh, we've gone. This is the first year, other than last year, uh, haven't been. To, I, I would always go for the Sweet 16 Elite Eight. You get to watch the the premium games, a little less people. So uh, I think that's the best time to go out there and watch the games. All right, tell us what you got. Final Four. Who's your national champ? I've got Gonzaga, Baylor, Illinois, Gonzaga, Illinois, and the Zags. And Mark Few finally get their title. Wow. He pretty much copied me. All right, so, it, well, maybe you copied him based off last year's picks. Well, uh, maybe you guys have already talked. Great, great minds think alike. Austin. Great minds do. Yep. I, I, unfortunately, I have a different national championship, but that Final Four, there, there is some comparison. Who was the fourth team? So you have Illinois, Baylor, the Zags. Who was the fourth team? Texas. Texas. And uh, and then you got the Zags winning it all, which a heavy favorite. I don't even know what the odds are. For the Zags to win, but they're a heavy favorite going yeah. into this thing. Yep. It, two, two to one. Is it two? Is it, dang. Man, that's incredible. That is incredible. And by the way, I don't like when Chalk wins. Yeah. I don't like when the favorite usually wins. I would love You're to see. You're for the Zags, I would though, love man, to see on. Gonzaga win. I mean, put a punctuation on a 30 for 30 for the ages yeah. for the last 20 years at Gonzaga. It would you got to win one. Yeah, it would be really cool. All right, Brandon, enjoy the tournament, man. Kind of different setup, but you got some games today and then. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and, and onward. Uh, give the best to the family, and I hope you do well. All right, buddy. Thank you. All Bye. right. It's Brendan Ponsel from Jack's Coastal Homes. And uh, any of your real estate needs, check out jackscoastalhomes.com uh, because the real estate market is hot. Got another yeah. email, by the way, through today. We are second in the country, I think, in terms of a boom city housing market. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I like that, man. Yeah, I think so Utah, means, I think Utah, somewhere in Utah, I don't know if it's like Salt Lake yeah. City or Park. So that kind of, it's showing growth, right? That's unbelievable. Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. like off the charts good yeah. right now. Brandon's been telling us yeah. that all fall, right? Yeah. In the housing and market. So the, the, the number two? Jacksonville's said, number two. Dang. And who's number one? Like I said, Sorry. somewhere in Utah. Okay. What? I'm going to need that to chill out because I'm trying to buy a house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a good point, Coos. <laughs> well, Brandon's been telling us, don't expect that. <laughs> number two in the country and <laughs> number one maybe in pollen count. This oh my gosh, Brent! That just reminded me. Uh, last weekend, when I was playing golf, I hit a horrible shot and hit a tree, and the pollen 
Shook oh, out. Man. Shook out. I was just like, hey, oh, by the way, gross. first of all, that says a lot about that shot, man. You rattled that tree. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> I mean, I, you, so that, that's a big that velocity. That's exit velocity. I remember, I remember hitting it and seeing the the pollen come out like a cloud of smoke, and went, oh, Brent would hate this. I feel like I bees seen, are going crazy right now. I actually now. thought I saw more pollen like in my like the back patio or the car earlier yeah. this month, but I feel like the effects of it right now are way worse this week. Bees can't get enough of this, Brent. It's 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 like the Christmas time right now. Yeah, it's pretty good for them. Yeah. But of course, this is the first show I've done in the studio in two weeks. That yeah. probably hasn't helped. I've been hanging out with Pollen quite a bit. Yeah, you you've made it have it being outside. Uh, all right, what do you got? Final four. We want final four. Just okay. I got Gonzaga. I got LSU. I got Illinois. LSU, Illinois. Do yep. you say Illinois in Wisconsin or do you say uh, silent S? Mm, we we uh, we we say fib. In Wisconsin, we call them fibs. You can go and figure out what it means, but the the I can't say what the first letter means, but the second uh, two mean Illinois boys. <laughs> call them fibs. Seriously, not even a joke. That's what that's Wisconsin <laughs> thing. Okay. Yep. But some people around the country do pronounce the yes. That's my point. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then um, not Wisconsin people. And then uh, Ohio State. And I have Gonzaga, Illinois in the finals. I have Illinois winning it. And the reason why I took Illinois, but first of all, the reason I took LSU is because they're super underrated, playing a good brand of basketball, and they have great players. The reason why I have Illinois winning the whole thing is because I've watched the most Illinois basketball of any of these teams because they're always on TV. They have a fantastic point guard who wears a who wears like a shield in honor of Kobe Bryant. So that's a story. And storylines are big in the NCAA tournament. And they have a, a legit big man who might be like a lottery pick. He's really good as well. They're so really good. Yeah. I mean, the, the Big Ten's really good. But I think yes. hidden amongst the Big Ten talk mm-hmm. is the Big Twelve. Okay. And how good the Big 12 has been, too. Okay. And Texas, the state of Texas, is going to like my Final Four. Okay. I've got Baylor. I've got Houston. The Cougs. I've got Texas. And I do have the Zags. So you have three Texas teams. Three Texas teams. Wow. And how about this? And who's going to win it? Win it at all? Hook of Hordes. No way. Shaka Smart? Shaka Smart. No way. kind of. I just realized this as you said that. But I got Shaka Smart winning my real bracket. Yeah. And I got the Wichita State Shockers winning my mascot bracket. So here's the thing, Brent. We got to establish this right now before we leave the show. We got to make what what is we have to do some kind of bet here or wager. What does the loser have to do? What does the winner get? Whatever. But we have to establish it right. I guess we can establish it. No, it's got to be right now, actually. Well, we can think about it and tweet it out. Well, go and sleep on it then. But we'll reveal it tomorrow. But yes, Mm -hmm. we'll play the 1, 2, 4, 8, 16. Yep. Kind of a point system? Yep. Okay. So there you go. Send us your brackets in your champs so you can play along with us, but we're not giving you anything for it, mm-hmm. just to let you know. Yeah. Uh, this, uh, real quick, the NFL announced TV deals with ESPN, ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, and Amazon. ABC's added a little bit. The Thursday night game, this is a really the big difference. Amazon's going to stream that Thursday night game. Do you like that? Will people find that? Yeah, I think so. I mean, Amazon's everywhere. Wasn't there Jeff a Bezos taking over. They've tried it. They've tested yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not worried about that. Yeah, so I think it's going to work out. Not good. on like broadcast TV is okay. Well, no, I mean people people will be able to find it regardless. Let's be honest. It's 2021, Brent. There's streams everywhere. They're doing more double headers. Do you like the Monday night double headers? I do. I do. Depending what time they start at and time they end at, but I, I do like the Monday night double headers. Okay. All right, we got to run ESPN 690. We'll be back at it tomorrow. Live, local, loud coming up next. TV as well, CBS 47, Fox 30. Enjoy the NCAA tournament.